Welcome to episode 69 of the Thrash Report for November 17th, 2021. Congregation, please be seated and open your prayer guides to the book of Revelations, Psalm 69. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Chris. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. Joining me, my co-host and someone who kind of copied my hairstyle, Jim Osborne. Jim, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. We're immature. 69, dude. Yeah, getting up there. Can you believe it, dude? We've been doing this 69 weeks. Thank you for not saying 69 times. <laughs> yeah, um, man. It's fun. Talking metal with my man, Chris. Dude, um, super fun. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm keeping busy. I'm sticking with the metal, hearing more new stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I had uh, I got some good stuff that uh, I'm going to be bringing up here later on in the episode. Um, going back a few years, we're going to go back to 2006, and we're going to go back to 2009. These are again things that show up when I'm uh, listening to stuff. Usually, what happens wait, wait, is wait, I wait, wait a minute. Did you what? do that on purpose? I did go not. Back to 2006. Go back to 2009. I didn't, but that's awesome. <laughs> that was totally by happenstance. So. Nice I'm, I'm listening to new stuff and then mm. what happens, you know, it just keeps on playing and then it'll play just stuff from my library and uh, yeah, some old stuff that is just super juicy, man. And uh, we're going to dive in and, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully you guys can dig it. So pretty awesome. we got some cool headlines. Um, we got uh, another, you know, we talk about all the time, uh, another coffee, another coffee brand. um and then we have uh we're gonna go um you have some interesting trivia this time but also we have a little contest coming up so you gotta listen to the end gotta listen Mm. to the end yeah cool all right jim let's go ahead and kick it off what do we know some headlines yes so i saw an article that always catches my attention when carrie king uh uh, yeah, so I see when Carrie, com- Carrie King comments on something, I'm always interested because it's almost always, you know, he's kind of that guy that needs to trash everything and make himself That's right. because putting other people down. So I did see this and I was fairly surprised. So Carrie King commented on Metallica's Black Album. You know, yeah, what do you have to say, man? Uh, he says, to quote him, and uh, I think this is uh, Metal Hammer. Yeah. He says, I may not have been super stoked on it, but I never hated it the way a lot of people did. To this day, I like that record a lot. I think it's Metallica, but I don't think it's thrash Metallica. He goes on to say, there was so much grief over that when it came out. And to be honest with you, everything that came out after that for a long time, that's what I have a problem with. But the Black Album, it's still heavy. It's got some fast stuff on it. So he did the uh, classic sandwich method of uh, review there. He said something positive. Then he went negative and came back. <laughs> That's right. So he likes the black album, but everything after it, nah. I don't know. I was just surprised to see that he didn't come out trash talking the black album right away. So 
Good job, Carrie. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I heard that uh, I heard that Carrie King and his wife are now relocating back to New York. I suppose, man. He's got <laughs> he's retired, man. It's got nothing got nothing to do. And he's working on that other band though. We're still hearing rumors about. So I hope so, man. I hope we get something something new. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think he's done. We shall see. Yeah, and sticking to Metallica, they came out with, I think just today or maybe yesterday, but their 40th anniversary special over in San Fran that we will be going to. And yeah, dude, I saw that. Pretty awesome, dude. Month, month from today. Yeah, so they've got a whole weekend of festivities planned. And uh, we could maybe go out and check out Taipei Houston. That's the band of Lars Ulrich's kids in it. Cool. Uh, you can go to their website or you know, any Loudwire, Metal Sucks, whatever. I'm sure they have it, but festivities start on Thursday, December 16th. And there's some shows that's in Taipei, Houston, and White Reaper, who they were, they appeared on the blacklist as a featured artist. And then Friday, of course, is the first show. And they're going to have some Black and American whiskey uh, kickoff party. And then the wedding band, Good Night. Texas and Bastardane are being or playing at the Fillmore, which seems kind of weird. Isn't Kirk Hammett in the wedding band? I thought so. Hmm. Uh, and Saturday they got a whole bunch of stuff. Ross Helfen, their um, yep, time photographer. He's got his new book, and he'll be there um, doing autographs, I believe. And then they got um, a gallery of some like photos and stuff. And. Q&A with Stefan Shirazi. I believe he's the leader of their fan club. Met club. So, uh, so what? Cl or magazine from the fan club? Yep. yep. And then there's Film Fest with Cliff Amal, Cunning Stunts. Um, I saw that. Dude, I remember watching Cliff Amal, man. At VHS. I know the memories, man. I remember like he just like walks into like a convenience store and just like grabs beer and he just like walks right out <laughs> like, even like you know at the time i'm thinking oh my god they're so badass but there's somebody behind him that pays for it <laughs> but yeah. uh i'd just let him go oh <laughs> uh, yeah it'll course, be fun man so yeah. we'd love to hear from uh hear from you if you are going to be out in uh in uh san fran for that 40th anniversary let us know you know, we'll hang out, maybe do a meetup. Um, I know that uh, Jim and I will be out there for the 40th anniversary. It'll be fun. Yep. And I know a couple of our friends in Tornadic will be out there. Jose Mangan said he'll be there. So I'd like to see who else is there. It'll be a good time. Nice. Weekend full of metal. That's right. Speaking of metal, who's working on a new one, bro? That would be Machine Head. <laughs> Yeah, working on their 10th album, hoping to have it out next summer. And we have an answer to, I don't know if this is new news or not, but an answer to who's going to be on the guitar and drums and Wakla Vog Kieltika. I have no idea if it's... <laughs> Easy for um, you to say. <laughs> from Decapitated will be on guitar and Matt Alston, ex-devilement on drums. Is it devilement okay. or is it devilment? Double mint gum. <laughs> Man, I'm Chew your gum. Um, no, I did um, not know that those guys were going to be stepping in. So that's cool. 
Yeah, and they're planning a, or they currently have a song, an epic tune that is over ten minutes in length. Really? Yeah. Trying to trying to do like a Iron Maiden thing there, huh? Then uh, did see some news from our friends in Trivium. I don't. I think uh, Trivium's a new Metallica. We can't have an episode without talking about them. I think. <laughs> but uh, the Crusade went gold, and Shogun went silver in the UK. I did read that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, I think they've always had a huge following in the UK. Like it's, reading interviews over the years with them, and they always mention how great they're treated over there. And Machine Head too. I mean, they've talked about Manchester. I think they always isn't that where they did their live Hell Alive album. Oh, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So look forward to their new album and continued success from Trivium. What's this about some coffee you mentioned? <laughs> yeah, dude. So. First of all, that ass tune from Skid Row. So yeah, so Skid Row has partnered with Dead Sled Coffee for a Slave to the Grind blend. <laughs> See what they did there? So um, as reported on uh, Blabbermouth, They've partnered with Dead Sled Coffee to bring officially licensed coffee. And it's a perfect blend from Costa Rica and Brazil. Um, it's high quality, rich, bold French roast, and it really creates a smooth, uh, smooth coffee with no bitter aftertaste or anything like that. You can pre-order 12 ounce bags now of the Slave to the Grind coffee, and you get a guitar pick with it too. Pretty awesome. Um, there's so many coffee brands. I know that uh, I've still been waiting. I just got to get off my ass and do it. Like I wanted to get uh, Testaments coffee, try that. I just recently got a whole new uh, new bag of uh, Death Wish coffee. So I'll be waiting uh, I'll be waiting another couple of weeks before I order some more. But uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wonder, well, I suppose if, if they're coffee fans, you know, they're going to choose a company that they want to go with and, you know, figure out what kind of blend they want to, you know, associate with their brand i think a skid row coffee would leave me with skid marks oh i don't do coffee but I, uh, we all we know that you're the coffee guy so oh the beer guy watch this that's right i have it every day every, every day so we've talked about this i got it oh look it's at that surly darkness nice yeah with the artwork of the man justin burgo so if Surly Darkness is available near you, cool. Drink it, buy it, support. And it's nice. goddamn, it's tasty. So I was curious, were you at Welcome to Rockville last week? Um I was not. Oh, because I know how much you love bodily fluids on stage. Yeah, and, uh, right. Talking, I was wondering if you were the lucky fan who won the piss contest. Oh my god. So talking, of course, about brass against, <laughs> you know, I read this and I'm like, one, who would volunteer to have that done? <laughs> I'm just saying my understanding of that it was all consensual and the fan wanted to have this done later on. I think, uh, um, there was an apology, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just not into it. Sorry, man. Yeah. I heard she said it wasn't even her piss. What? 
Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> That's yeah. like, uh, oh, dude, I'm totally going to, never mind. I don't want to mess <laughs> it up. Evidently, there's like a movie where all these these kids have to pass, uh, pass a pee test. And they basically, they said, uh, they called it an oil change. And they basically <laughs> empty their bladder and put other people's pee in themselves. Nice. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, so I just thought that was an interesting story of, I don't know, it's all over the place. Of, I guess the more disgusting something is, the more play it gets. Yeah, dude, I, I saw a video. Um, I know we're not, uh, we're not really talking about the uh, uh, the festival where now up to 11 people, I think, have died now. Jeez. And one of them was nine years old. Um, yeah, I did see that. But uh, I saw on, on the news, I saw them interviewing um, some pastor, religious dude. With some going so far as to claim that the stampede that left 10 people dead may have been influenced by a so-called satanic moment in the crowd. Now, you aren't allowed to ask that question about that on social media. They're going to ban you if you do. But we're going to ask those questions. Joining me now, Father Michael Maginot, a Catholic priest and a renowned exorcist expert whose work was featured in the movie Demon House. All right, so Father, what signs did you see at that concert that would lead you to believe there was a satanic role? First of all, when the entrance to the concert seemed to be the mouth of the uh, singer and uh, everyone was had to kind of go in through that and, uh, and certainly um, for a demon, uh, the mouth is a prime uh, part of one's body that it would like to take over. So the stage we're seeing right now, that looks to you like the gates of hell, the way that I guess they designed that? It seemed like it wanted you to go to the other side. And so it did seem that yeah, you're kind of going down, you know, Dante's Inferno, the various stages of, of hell. There's flames uh, kind of in the front there and you're kind of going deeper and deeper. And so people are kind of being induced to push forward, not realizing the havoc you could cause. And talking specifically about the whole gate to hell stuff. I didn't realize that like when you walk into the festival, it was like the dude's mouth. And when you walk in, yeah, it was, it was like a whole big thing. And I was just like, what is happening? Like, we move into some new releases. Yeah, dude, what do you got? There's a band from Germany formed in 2018 and has former members of Sodom, Burned Burnaman Kost on guitars and Marcus Maka Freiwald on drums. And their name is Bonded. And they have a new album came out last Friday called Into Blackness. So this track is called Lilith, Queen of Blood. This actually was one of the singles that dropped back in October. 
dude, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. When I read that they had former members of Sodom, I thought for sure it was a vocalist and he sounds a lot like Sodom's, but apparently not, but I listened to a bunch today and it's all good. So I'm gonna Very be cool. Listen to a lot more of that one. And I, also this next one I have not heard yet, but I've heard good things. Uh, Suffocation has a new one live in North America. said i haven't heard it but um i had gotten a gift from like a prize package from sean the butcher from liquid metal last year my two years ago on my birthday and he gave me an lp of their album uh souls to deny nice I've that a few times lately and oh man it's it's helping me get into the death metal so. cool yeah i was gonna say i'm not really that familiar with uh, suffocation i wonder live in north america i wonder where or what shows or what cities they were captured from good question aguado <laughs> that's the stupid stuff i think about but yeah um cool man well i'll go ahead and add that to the list It'll be awesome i know just a couple days ago um we got a brand new single it's actually um the fourth single uh, from Ginger's new album called uh, Wallflowers. The single is called Disclosure. It's amazing she's got such a good voice and then just So yeah, uh, Ginger, the new single Disclosure dropped on the 15th. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. I, I listened to it a couple times today and uh, you know, I'm, I am, uh, I'm becoming a fan of Ginger. I know several episodes ago, um, you and I had talked about it. They had a couple other tracks and it just blew me away. So pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of late to the game. Like people knew who they, <laughs> people knew about them. And I'm like, it's new to me, you know? Yep. Yeah. I know Liquid Metal has been pushing them for the last couple of years. Yeah. Same with uh, Code Orange. Is Code Orange one that uh, Sean really likes, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, yep, they, they What's that? I was just gonna say, I think what you're talking about next, their new single. Yep, yep, it dropped last week. So, uh, out for blood. Check, check. Yeah. Oh, progress. Another backstab to reverse the process. 
So do you know, do you know if uh, Max Portnoy is officially in Code Orange or is he just filling in? I have no idea. So I Max follow, uh, so Mike I Portnoy. follow Mike Portnoy on social and they were at, um, was it Rockville? I don't know, but they were at a festival show and it was crazy because both of them were there and he was like, I'm really proud of Max because he played he basically played two sets. One, he played with Code Orange, and then he played with another band too. And I was like, okay. oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know they had a song coming out until last week when it came out. And I saw people on the Liquid Metal fan page on Facebook talking about it and saying how it's like new metal and how it sounds like Power Man 5000. Yeah, a little bit, a little kind of like industrial type stuff. Um, yeah. So when I heard it the first time, I was thinking about that and I, I totally get it. But that, that's yep. cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, and I didn't even know. I actually I found this um, one of our metal friends on Twitter. And I really feel bad because I don't remember who. But somebody mentioned this band called Hale, The Halo Effect and this new track called Shadow Minds. So The Halo Effect, they are um, they have an album that will be out sometime in 2022. But this is a Swedish band and it's former members of In Flames. And they just recently were signed to Nuclear Blast. And uh, yeah, listen to this new song. It's it's interesting. It's kind of like, I don't know, almost like power metal-y, but then the vocals are not. So it's interesting. Check it out. kind of like a good blend of kind of like um i don't know i mean it's got like power metal type harmony guitar parts but then <laughs> you know growly vocals so yeah pretty interesting the halo effect um we don't know when the next one will be out basically it says sometime in 2022 um i dig it i mean it's kind of it kind of does remind me a little bit of, of in flames kind of you know so if we switch to talking a little bit about concert calendars, mm -hmm. um, the one thing I just wanted to mention too is that it was just uh, announced yesterday, maybe two days ago, um, the rescheduled Dream Theater dates just dropped. So I'm pretty excited about that. They uh, Now they're going to be at least here um, in Minneapolis. They're going to be here on in February. So basically they moved the December dates now to February. So sure. um, I'm excited, man. It'll be good. Um, looking forward to seeing Dream Theater. Um, I listened to that, uh, their new album um, over the past weekend. And uh, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's like one where I can really like put it on and like do like my busy work and stuff. And it's, it's good, it's good stuff. Um, another show I wanted to just mention too is Sebastian Bach. Um, 
Sebastian Box is going to be here in Minneapolis on the 21st. So I think that's next Monday or Sunday, I think. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and check that out. It's the 30th anniversary of the Slave to the Grind. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it'll be cool. I, I, I dig, I dig Sebastian Bach. I think he's a pretty cool performer. Sounds awesome. Um, I think he is pretty metal, even though he was kind of in that, you know, skid row. He kind of bridge, he bridges the, the glam and, you know, some of the heavier stuff too. I mentioned in the past too, that his, one of his solo albums called Angel Down was, was heavy. fun tracks on it so yeah i probably know him best from when he's on vh1 super group yes yep i remember that yeah i had the dude from biohazard on bass scott ian ted nugent right yep and then yep. uh jason bonham that's right that's right yeah it was a fun show <laughs> dude i should try to find that that one track they made They must have just added drama. Like you think these guys are brilliant, right? You get them into a room, you think they could come up with a killer song in no time, <laughs> you know? But we yeah. they got to make it last eight weeks or some shit, right? Yep. <laughs> that song's uh, done. Now. What should we do? All right. Maybe. So you're gonna stump us with some trivia. What do you got, man? Yeah. So we mentioned. Shit! I almost said the band name. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get me that way. Oh. Which German big four band covered Surfenbird by the Trashmen? I just wanted to bring it up so people can go check it out because I think it's so freaking hilarious. It's awesome. What big, what German big four band covered? Can you name the big four of German metal? I would say that's what Creator Destruction. Um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> what would the next, what would, um... Creator Destruction. Tankard and answer the question, Sodom. Ah, oh, Sodom, that's right. I was going to say, it's got to be obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about a couple of their members a little bit ago, but yeah, go check out Surfing Bird by Sodom. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're going to, you know, in one of these days, we have to do like an all cover episode and do something like crazy, like, 
I don't know. I have like a theme around the covers or something. I don't know. Cause that'd be good. Cause like the other day I was thinking about it. I was like one of my, one of my, uh, I was on Twitter and somebody said something like Beethoven's ninth, the best performance go. And they had all these people like that had different links to different artists, bands, compose, like all different genres. And I'm like, Dude, that was a perfect example. And I was trying to find a really good metal version of Beethoven's Ninth. Um, is which is also? I think it's called Ode to Joy, I think. Okay. I was going to say, is that also known as Moonlight Sonata? I see. That's another one. Yeah, that was another one. I, again, I found that one and I found Beethoven's Fifth. A lot of bands did that, but I couldn't find the Ninth. Anyway, if anyone knows a really good metal version of Beethoven's Ninth, let me know. Um, did you Act Mortis, Moonlight Sonata? No, I didn't. I should have. totally totally super fun dude i remember um you know it's it's really good too and it just it blew me away this and it i think it is um extreme so nuno betancourt right which again is a guitar phenom i mean just freaking awesome but and, and one his name is nuno come on but he did flight of the bumblebee what's it called flight of the wounded bumblebee i just thought it was flight of the bumblebee flight of the bumblebee and it's freaking amazing um yeah i but yeah it anyway so i'm gonna go back in the day now and we're gonna talk about um two bands so the first one we're gonna go back to 2006 i really feel as though at least in my opinion like they should have got a lot more recognition than, than they got i think that super underrated i thought they were awesome um, I was fortunate enough to see them live once. I saw them in Chicago. Absolutely blew me away. Super fun band. This is a band um, by the name of Diecast, and it's an American metalcore band from Boston. Um, they were formed back in 1997. We're going to go back to 2006 with this one single called Fade Away, and it's just one of many just killer tunes that I just think that uh, they should have got a lot more recognition. Check it out.
yeah so die cast i just i love the mix of screaming and vote and you know singing and i just mm -hmm. think that they're heavy and this is actually one of the first bands i ever saw that had a singer that had a beard <laughs> like one of their official videos i think the song is called medieval and he's got this like big barely beard and i'm just like whoa like i've never seen a singer have a beard before yeah really cool i think they had three albums i just think that they're a great band and uh i'd like everyone to go check them out if you can so that was uh that was back in the day number one i realize we're not going back that far this time but still um this next one we're going to go back we're going to go back uh to 2009 you know our buddy uh danny our buddy danny spitz oh the watchmaker yes the watchmaker watchmaker he actually one of the projects that he did after anthrax was i don't even know like i tried to really do like do some research and figure out the background and the history and it is so weird depending on what you read like there mm -hmm. was legal stuff and the singer like said that he couldn't release the music because after they split ways and then later on dave mustaine joined the project and then that's when the project turned into another band called uh, red lamb which those of you may remember but anyway this is the first project that danny spitz did after anthrax this is called do monkey they say it's a full-length album it's really like five songs but it's mm -hmm. i think it's really good i think the singer is kind of out there reminds me of a little bit of like a devin townsend or something but uh it's kind of like industrial kind of metal but um this is one of the songs called ocd Right. I mean, it's like a song about OCD. It was freaking awesome. Anyway, I just think that uh, the five songs on that uh, album are, are really good. Um, they sound, you know, they have that kind of sound and that feel. I'm a huge Danny Spitz fan. I wanted, I wanted to really see him, uh, see him do some other projects. I wanted him, you know, I, clearly it's not a priority for him now. Right. I mean, he, he kind of, I follow him on social now and it's, it's all watches, man. It's, it's, that's all he's doing. He's got his own signature stuff. He, he posts, got you know, time. yeah, got the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, do monkey. That was uh 2009. Um, I, I dig it, man. You can get them all on YouTube. Um, uh, because I think I actually downloaded the album. I don't think you can actually get the album anymore. That's like one of the legal things that he got in a fight with the singer or something. I don't know. Going back to Diecast a minute, I was trying to think they were familiar to me somehow. And I was trying to think of a band that I got into back in the early 2000s. And it starts with, I thought, I wanted to say it was Diecast, but then it didn't sound right. And then, especially when you played it, it sounded different. And then I'm, I was thinking, and I see in the comments here that what I was thinking, I think is correct. But our friend John Krenz, I think he gave me a copy of some Diecast. Oh, yeah. John know if that's correct because i i probably got it down here somewhere but now I, so i'm pretty certain that it's it but now i can't remember the other band and that's 
Awesome. Another band I came across on the same list where I saw Trivium's name way back before they had their debut out. So you know, there's yeah. all these bands, there's all these bands that have that just fate, you know, they just disappear, right? Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like after one album. I just I want to find out like did they go on to other projects? Did they like the other day, uh, a previous episode, right? We talked about, I think it was uh Wrath Child America or something. And it was like, didn't realize that like the drummer went on to, you know, and all these other bands that we've heard of. And he like now is in, what is it? Disturbed or something? Or I can't remember, but he's in like oh. some other band like that currently. And so I wonder if some of these bands, you know, have people, can't you understand what I'm trying to say, Jim? <laughs> you need more coffee. Oh, dude. Um, Funny you should mention bands that just kind of go away though. Cause that's where I'm going to bring us today in the day. Ooh, what's today and today? A band that I came across back when I was trying to catch people illegally downloading music. So I was going to all these sites and downloading music to help people. Yeah. (laughs) Not for my own enjoyment. That's right. I had to make sure the files were clear and everything. And as Johnny would say here, that uh, the backup copies. Yeah, dude. So that's called Razor Maze from Boston. Razor Maze? Razor Maze. Yeah, they formed in 2007. Their debut full length was The True Speed of Steel in 2009. And then Annihilatia, I'm not sure how you say that, was in 2013. And then they had EP's Miseries and Span Song, 2010 and 2016. And I can't find their song. I know it's in my library somewhere, but they have a song called Desperado, which is awesome. And I had heard a few years ago that they just stopped and i didn't hear why so when i was doing some research for this i saw that they had uh, an album in 2013 so i think that's after i heard they had stopped but nothing since 2013 which is too bad they were awesome check out razor maze desperado if you can find it check it awesome out. absolutely yeah dude i will uh i'll make sure to find so have you looked on youtube we can't we still can't find them i didn't check youtube i know that uh i forgot one how did i miss this this was actually an, uh, an important one too i missed a brand new release can we go back can i can i can i share another new release jim um okay how did i it's not even in our notes why no. is that god that was not- damn it okay i was not oh. expecting so, dude, here's another new release. This dropped, uh, this dropped on Friday, which just happened to be my birthday. What the hell, dude? You got to let me know these things. Ah, you know. <laughs> the same shit last year. <laughs> so, Annihilator, right? From, from, uh, from Canada, Jeff Waters, freaking brilliant. I'm a huge Annihilator fan. All of a sudden, he um, he's, has a new album coming out in February uh, called Metal 2. So um, earlier, again, he had one just called Metal. It has new tracks, but it has, sometimes it'll, he'll have like uh, re-recorded tracks and other stuff. Um, this one had a brand new track 
called Downright Dominate. But what's awesome, it has some amazing guest performances on this track. One, Alexi from Children of Bodom. What? It's got Dave Lombardo. What? And Stu Block. And help me remember who Stu Block is because I don't remember. I don't know. He's a football player. (laughs) But anyway, dude, it's crazy. You check this out. Like it's one of those bands where So I didn't that's one thing I don't know is Alexi Alexi's doing like solo stuff, what do you do on it? I gotta figure it out. new uh this new track from annihilator uh dominate uh downright dominate yeah the, the new videos out too go check it out it's a, it looks like it's all about like mma just beating the piss out of people and shit sorry i just had to kill a huge ass bug oh yeah yeah cool, dude. cat's down there he's playing around with something i look over and that's what the cat's, supposed, the cat's supposed to do that yeah he was just playing with it though and then <laughs> big and ugly and scary i had to <laughs> had to kill it Cool. So um, we'll go and find, uh, we'll find some Razor Maze stuff. We'll try to add that to, uh, uh, to our playlist as well. Uh, also, I just wanted a, a little follow-up uh, to last week. I think I made some comment that Kiss, Kiss actually canceled their second residency in Las Vegas. Yeah, he did. It has been, longtime manager uh, Doc McGee says that it was COVID-related oh, yeah. and that they will be back. Um, and they're going to schedule it in late 2022. So mm-hmm. those of you that didn't get your taste of KISS this time around, they will do uh, a residency in, uh, I think it's like 12, 12 dates, 12 days or something in Vegas uh, the end of next year. I just wanted to clear that up because I know I said last time it was like poor ticket sales or something. This one, it looks like it, it was COVID related. So probably going to have to change the band name to fist bump (laughs) yes damn we can correct that next week dude we got uh what else we got some follow-ups we got some agony reigns yeah i know we don't need to mention them in our new releases because we've been talking about it for a few weeks and had them on a couple weeks ago but don't forget to check out their new album that came out last friday the tragedy and understanding nothing uh every track is amazing i don't know what else i can say that i haven't already but it, it, it kicks ass absolutely yeah i listened to that it was, uh, you and I got, we were lucky because we talked to him. We actually got it a little early. So yeah, was it was, cool. uh, it was fun listening to that. Yep. And then uh, just kind of a fun thing. I just happened to notice that, I don't know how it happened, but I just looked and saw on Facebook on our page that Joey Belladonna started following us. The Joey Belladonna. When I saw it, I believe so. I remember texting you and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. He 
must have came across us somewhere or something, but so gave him a follow back and invited him on the show just over socials didn't actually talk to him or anything, but of course he is welcome anytime we would love to have him. Absolutely. Yeah, Joey, thank you so much for the follow. We really do appreciate it. Big fans. And uh, we'd love to have you on sometime. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, I guess, before we go, you mentioned a contest that we are going to start. I'm not sure if we'll do it on the next episode or a few weeks down the road, but we want to get a little goofy. And, you know, since St. Patrick's Day is just a few months away, we wanted to do a limerick contest. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Irish or about Gamma Bomb, who's Irish, but some goofy metal-related limericks reward the winner with a shirt, a free nice. shirt. Ooh, is, it a, is it a Thrash Report shirt? Oh, that would be better than what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, but I believe we only have extra larges, so we need a big winner, but not a real big winner. <laughs> That's great, man. I can't wait for that. It's always fun, uh, especially when we get, get some of our uh, listeners to, to play along. Super cool stuff. Yeah. Thank everyone for listening. Thanks everyone for their support. We want to hear from you. Go ahead and send us an email at thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can get access to all of our socials um, at thrashreport.com. And um, yeah, man, let us know what you're listening to. Let us know um, your thoughts. We want to hear from you. And uh, we will see you at shows. And we will continue this discussion later. Um, Jim, thanks again for, your, for uh, hanging out with me. And uh, we'll see you next time on The Thrash Report. Happy belated birthday. Aw, thanks, buddy. <laughs>